The following podcast is a Country Mompreneur production. Welcome to She Can and She Will. I'm Marianne, also known as the Country Mompreneur, and I'm joined by my co-host, Deesa McAllister. We are moms, work-from-home experts, and we love helping women take control of their lives and see all the possibilities. On this show, you will learn from us as well as other women who kick butt in their lives and want to help you do the same. So sit back and get ready for some fun. Well, welcome to She Can and She Will. Today we're joined by Andrea Swanner. Andrea is a, a wife, a mom to five, a multi-business entrepreneur, and a business nerd. Andrea, what can you tell us about MBA Notary and Business Services? Wow. Well, MBA um, really was an afterthought of a business. I have always worked for someone else while trying to run and operate my own business. Um, in the background, I've failed numerous times um, in some of my business ventures. But uh, about four years ago, I started a little craft shop. I love to craft. Um, oh, my gosh. As a little girl, my mom had me doing all kinds of things, cross-stitch, making pins, sewing, making Barbie clothes, making wreaths, floral arrangements. I always thought it was like really stupid. And I get so mad at her when she'd make me, you know, come inside. Like I'm trying to ride my bike. I'm trying to hang out with my dad. I'm trying to like make the dogs do like circus tricks and like lasso my dogs. And she wants me to come inside and cross stitch a pineapple. Like this is really stupid, mom. (laughs) Um, But as I got older, um, especially when I started having uh, of, you know, children having a family, having jo- a job, I really needed something to focus my nervous energy on or just like a little getaway. And I turned back to crafting, like make clothing for my kids or um, I have a cute little doll that I like to keep by my desk that I made recently, but my kids keep stealing it. I don't know where it went, but just like making really cute little things. And I decided to try it out. And I have like a house full of things that I've made. I was like, well, I'm going to see if I can sell some of this stuff. Like, it's really ugly. I don't think anybody's going to buy it, but someone did. Like, wow, I'm going to post something else and see if someone buys it. And like someone did and they kept buying things. So it turned into a business and then it turned into a bigger business. And then it got to the point where I was working all day for someone else and all night for myself. And I decided to really um, take a leap, a huge leap on faith and work for myself. And MBA Notary in Business was really just like my side gig to help me out while the craft business season was going slow. And it turned into something that I never would have guessed. Like in the beginning, I was working 50 hour weeks, just MBA. And I loved it. I love crafting, but I, I, I'm a business nerd and I really loved being able to help people, people's dreams come alive in their businesses. So MBA has become um, my main focus. I really, really love working with passionate entrepreneurs. And yeah, MBA is my is my uh my main gig now. Yes. So what were some of the steps you had to take in order to make it 
besides just saying, heck with this full-time job and I want to do this. What were some of the things that you had to do to get up and rolling? Because I know a lot of people want to make that leap. And this is scary. It's very scary. It is. It is. I mean, it's going to sound really silly, but it's something that, you know, thank God I have my husband. But like, I really had to put all of my faith in myself. And yeah, it is scary, but like, I have it in me and I really had to see that for myself. Um, and I don't know why it took me so long to realize that. Like I've been, um, on the entrepreneurial journey for 21 years and I just never really put faith in myself or really trusted myself. And that's the first thing that I had to do. Um, I really had to sit with myself and say, why do you want to do this? Are you really going to be about this? And go for it and put all of the, the doubts and, oh, this is scary. And for, <laughs> for a long time, I was still like looking at job postings in the background, like, um, as my safety net. And as long as I had a safety net, I really wasn't 100% in. And at some point I decided like, I have to put this aside because as long as I think that I can go to something else, I'm not going to give it my all. That's the first thing I had to do is give it, give it my all completely devote myself to my business. That is scary. Um, so I'm curious, how do you as a person and how do you advise other people to identify passion? So passion, purpose, profit, you have to put aside what you're supposed to do. <laughs> like I take the S off, like for a long time and I didn't recognize it, but you know, people would say, people that are close to me would say, wow, are you sure this is what you want to do? Because when you talk about your business, like you're really dry and you're going to have to convince me that you don't hate what you're doing because there's no excitement. There's not any glow in your eye when you talk about your business. I had to really put aside what I thought I was supposed to do in my business and go for those things that gave me butterflies and like made me, and I'm getting chills now, like those things that made me excited about my business. And that's what I really encourage people to do when I work with them. And, um, a lot of the clients that I've had don't really leverage their strength. I don't know if they think that they can't include their strengths in their business or they're unaware of their strengths, but I really encourage people to include their strengths in their business because that's what's going to like, that's your business sweet spot. When you include those, those affinities, those natural affinities that you have in your business. And that's what attracts people to you and makes you so attractive to others when you include those things that you're so amazing at in your business. And I talk a lot about sitting with yourself, but, um, that's really something you have to do as an entrepreneur. Really sit with yourself and put aside those things that you're supposed to do and do the things that you're passionate about. So in your business, what kind of services do you offer people? And if somebody wanted to reach out to work with you, how? what's the best way? So in the beginning, I started as a virtual assistant and realized that I hated it. Um, so that, that, that was one of those things that I thought I was supposed to do. <laughs> um, <laughs> so what I really do, I really like to, I'm definitely a relationship builder. I really love to 
dive into someone's business. I really love to um, establish a relationship with my clients so that we can really start, you know, lifting up the rugs and looking in the corners and really seeing what their business is about and what they want it, what they want it to be about and really include their passions within their business. Um, I really like to talk to people and get to know people and find out what their wildest business dreams are because those things aren't pipe dreams. Like you can really make those things happen in your business, but you have to make those things come to fruition. You have to talk about it and figure out a way to incorporate those things into your business. And that's what I do. I am like an idea generator, a problem solver. That's what I love to do. I love to hear about what people's wildest business dreams are and then start with baby steps, helping them um, incorporate those things into their business. And I'm very much a LinkedIn junkie. Like I spend all of my free time on LinkedIn and you can always find me on LinkedIn. Always, 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 always. It is such a good platform. I know it is a, yes. it is a huge part of every day with me. Um, yes. so, uh, so I just wanted to kind of ask a little bit of clarification. So, um, so you said that you, kind of coach people, but is it more like the starting out point where you're helping them create business plans and set up like uh, standard operating procedures? Um, or what would you say your specialty is with that? Uh, what kind of services do you? I really, really, I really love to work with business owners that are starting out. I will work with people that are pivoting like some point of their business, but really just building the foundations of a business. Um, I like to work with people that are starting out because they don't have any established structure and they're still very open-minded. And I like to help them create foundations. Like, do you have a business plan? This is why you need a business plan. This is what you're going to use your business plan for in the future. Do you have a mission statement? Well, this is why you should have a mission statement. What's your vision for your business? Well, what types of inflows and outflows do you have for your business? And once you hit it big, um, do you have procedures that are going to allow you to operate efficiently, keep your business going, serve your customers? So really structure um, in every sense of the word, as far as systems, as far as messaging, as far as um, this is my message and these are the people that I want to serve. Do they really line up? Um, so, yeah, really, when I think about my business, I think about like when you drive by like a, a new neighborhood that they're building and you don't really see the homes, you see the frame. Like that's what I love to do in business. I like to help them create that frame, that structure for their business. I really love to do that. That is fun fun thing to do with businesses so um we like to end all of our podcasts asking everybody the same question and i think you'll have a good answer for this one so what is one tip you would give people to inspire them today to get them motivated on whatever journey it is that they're on sit with yourself and go for it i mean um we when we're children we're always encouraged to dream and then for some reason, once we matriculate into adulthood, we think that dreams have to be put aside. And that's not true. I mean, 
what type of example are we providing for our children if we tell them it's okay to dream and we're not dreaming and we're not chasing those dreams? So I encourage people to continue to dream, but not just dream. Start putting steps into place so that you can grab those dreams, lasso those dreams and make them your day to day reality. Love it. Andrea, you talked earlier on about um, helping people get excited because when they're a little bit dry in the beginning and you just have amazing energy. I'm so glad that we got to talk to you today. Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's taken me a while to get past what I thought I was supposed to do and be the person that I thought I was supposed to be. That formula that they give you um, once you uh, turn into an adult. I followed it very um, rigorously, very strictly for a long time and realized that I was a miserable person and I was actually very miserable to be around. I decided to throw that person in the trash and become who I wanted to be. So thank you. I really, really appreciate you saying that. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us today, Andrea. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Mary. Thank you, Disa. It's been fun. Thank you for listening. She Can and She Will is a Country Mompreneur production. Audio mix by Marianne. Research by Disa McAllister. To learn more about this and other Country Mompreneur productions, visit thecountrymompreneur.com. Music.